everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of It's a Debate Podcast, where a group of seven friends get together and discuss and debate various topics. Every week, we pick one topic and debate two sides. And the trick is you may not always get to debate the topic that you really believe, the side that you truly believe. This week, we're debating, is the modern day Republican Party anti-Black? I know, may get a little saucy, but let's see. Um, who do we have with us this week? Alana here. Hey, it's Alex. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Paige here. Beans, beans. Deani's present. And I'll be your host this week. I'm Christy. So before we get a little touchy, a little, you know, saucy with the debate, uh, what's going on in the news this week? Who's got our hot top today? Okay, so hey guys, I have a hot top question for us. I actually had this conversation with my cousins a couple weeks back, and I thought it would be a fun discussion. Real, real easy, not too, not too heavy, um, but maybe a little controversial. So I want everyone to give me one answer for the one artist. I'm looking more at like R&B singer type of person who you feel is overrated and low key really can't sing, but everybody kind of likes them. So who's the one person that you truly feel really can't sing? Can I go first? And to, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and steal your sunlight, Alana. I'm gonna go ahead and start real quick and give my person. To my mother, I love you dearly. And please forgive me for saying this, but, um, Mary J. Blige cannot sing. I said it. You, you shut your black ass up. <laughs> now, let, let me be clear. I just want to say this real quick. One disclaimer. That does not mean I don't love their music, but their singing and vocal abilities. I said it. I said what I said. Oh, oh, I'm not hitting for you. You heard, when you heard her sing, fried chicken, delicious. <laughs> you heard I said what I said. Auntie Mary. Wow. Can I say? And we used to live together. <laughs> we used to live together. Uh, I said what I said. My mother will probably whip my ass for that statement, but I said what I said. Can't wow. Oh my God. I love her dearly. I guess down to the Auntie Mary jams, but the vocals, I, it's like the same three notes. I'm, I can't do it. Wow. Oh, Lana. Oh, <laughs> Who you got? Who you got? Sounds like would... hateration to me. And in, the holiday, in, in this, this dancery, <laughs> I know this is gonna be saucy, so I thought I stirred up early in the game. Kind you got a lot on top. Uh, well, I was just gonna say somebody that we all should know is horrible. Uh oh. And his name is The Weeknd. Take your sorry behind yeah. back to camp. Really? I don't understand okay. The Weeknd. I I don't cannot. Stand I guess I'm his voice. Like oh. it's the whining. Oh. Uh, mixtape weekend was all right no mixtape weekend was all right First album mixtape. weekend makes my ears want to bleed it's just <laughs> and him at the super bowl looking no. crazy i no. don't even watch that absolutely not Mm-mm. who's got nice. next who's got next Hello. who you got lizzie I bet you want the goodies. <laughs> <laughs> the era cannot sing. Now, can she dance her little ass off? My goodness, she can. She is a performer, but 
when they be asking her to do those tributes and solos on the awards, who's asking Sierra to do tributes? They I mean, do. She's done a couple. And back I in the day, like, she has done a couple. For why? For why? And yeah. then I mean, I love level up, level up. <laughs> but it's giving me real basic. Even basic. You know, she did try to. She tried to give us vocals on that, like and I, and I. It wasn't. I love that jam, but the, she needed to stick to that. But I mean, but she she's living her best life. We still oh, yeah. prayer, CC. Okay. <laughs> Who got next? It Who got next? Russell Paige, had the prayer. Got? Go ahead. Um, you said Paige. Yeah, yes, she said Paige. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna sound really crazy because. I'm going to be up at 12 a.m. whenever she finally decides to bless up, bless us with a CD. I know who you're saying. She took mine. Damn it. Bad gal, Riri. <laughs> God damn it. She took mine. Yeah. Are you saying Bad gal, Riri. Yeah. No, I, but I'm going to keep buying the albums. I'm going to keep showing up to the concerts. I'm going to keep buying <laughs> it. It has to be a category for R&B artists who cannot sing but make great music. Yeah. It just is what it is. She, she makes good music for her. She's voice. not a vocalist. She's she, not a vocalist. Yeah, they definitely write for her, her range, so it sounds yes. okay. But and it, each album voice. has gotten better because it's fitting more. In they her know voice. her. Yeah, yeah. So me trying to tell yeah. me I'm trying to be under my umbrella. Beans, who you got? Uh-oh. I really hate the voice of Bruno Mars. Oh, I can't agree to that one. Yeah, I know people don't agree. I know you guys aren't going to agree. But the thing is, my man loves to scream. And he gives me a headache because I do feel like it's just a lot of screaming at a high octave. So for me, his vocals are enough. Is it all songs or is it just when he's Some a little songs. too high? Because I'm what do you do? Oh, you got playing. So okay, but that's hardly singing. That's more talking. <laughs> so yes, if he talks, it's fine. <laughs> but if he sings, you can talk all day, sir. I feel like yes. that was singing. No, really? the chorus. Like I could sound if I just had to say, "Where you?" But the, the chorus, the chorus. But I'm talking about. I'm gonna leave the door open. I'm gonna leave the door open. It's just the vocals are a no for me. Okay. It's That's just, it's I'm gonna respect you just That's, like I would yeah. y'all respect my view on Mary. Yeah, the, the vocals are a no for me. me. So I hear you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Tinani. I know she stole yours. You want us to come back to you? You know, I'm stuck between two people. Okay. So I'm going to pick the one that I love the most. Uh-oh. This woman is very talented, but I don't think she's a singer singer. Um, back in the gap, Maya had hits. Yeah. But can she sing? Maya you always wondered. She she plays piano, she's a tap dancer, she's magnificent, but can she sing? And that I'm gonna put that out there more as a question more than anything else. Like I don't My think she love was, this life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. like <laughs> she was talking, you feel me? Like Best of the 80s. Sounds like mm. she's got a nice. Who you got, Christy? Christina. Nobody. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Christy. Christy, who you got? 
don't know. Y'all making me feel indifferent. Like I actually like the weekend. <laughs> I like um, Bruno Mars, so it's okay. I love Bruno Mars. I don't agree to that Bruno one. The first person that came to head is maybe not uh, up for discussion, but um, just thinking about recent verses, Keisha Cole. Ooh. Mm. That's a wow. good one. I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. I'm not it's sure. It's interesting that we're having this on an anti-Black episode because that was so <laughs> I was feeling very anti-Black. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Should we have phrased that for uh, non-black artists? Non -black? I can't believe. <laughs> nope. Did everybody go? Well, if it was non-black, I don't think Britney Spears could sing, but she gives her all. She gives what's Britney supposed Spears to be. Britney Spears can't sing. Yeah. And J-Lo is the queen of well, making it. Well, we know J-Lo J-Lo makes it. I don't her. know, but baby J-Lo makes it because everyone else sings her back, her vocal, most of her vocals. She don't sing Shout back her vocals. <laughs> I'd like That's to submit one is. more for the audience. Yeah. Um, and I love her, but Candy Burris. Oh, no. Yeah. Candy. I don't oh, think man. you have to fight on that one. No. <laughs> but I will say Candy's pen is unmatched. Lethal. Impeccable. Yeah. The pen is unmatched, but the yeah. vocals is a no go. That's enough for me. That's That's a song right, baby girl. Keep okay, since right. we're talking Keisha Cole, though, I've had this argument with people. Can Ashanti sing? No. No. But it's crazy that we're like, the reason why J-Lo was so hot is because, it's because that's why I asked. Her it's because Ashanti sang her most of her vocals. Bang. But Ashanti is like Rihanna. Like they both have songs that fit their voices very well. But the way I like to think about it is can someone sing? It's I ask myself two questions. Would I want to hear them sing the national anthem and would um, I want to hear them sing Amazing Grace? No. It's a no <laughs> and a no. <laughs> But I also oh think there's a collection of singers who know they're not vocalists. They just work well with what they sing. Correct. And I love Ashanti's albums up and down. But I would, mm -hmm. like you said, I would never want her to sing Amazing Grace or the National Anthem. Like, hell no. Oh, Marie cannot sing. Love Ooh. her albums. Hey, Marie. Anne Marie, um, I, love Anne Marie. I, I love Anne Marie. I love Anne Marie. I love her songs, but I also would want to see, hear her sing a cappella. Yeah, you're right. She's very pitchy. And the only reason I can say I don't know about that is because when I think of artists who cannot sing, I go back to when people have asked them to do tributes on award shows. And I feel like that really tells you, like you said, you have the Amazing Grace and National Anthem. I immediately go to award shows. And if you bomb an Aretha Franklin tribute or a, like That's those high, the top tier people tribute, then boo. If they're not even asking you, when you think about who they act, they ask, they ask Nancy, India Ari, they ask Fantasia. people don't even Jennifer Hudson. Shout out to Tamia. Jennifer people Hudson. be sleeping on Tamia, but Tamia. Oh, no, she got, got a boy. Mia can blow. If you Her and Deborah Cox. Baby, you're a performer. You're not a singer. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is money in there. I just yeah, thought it was an interesting well. conversation because I got in it with my cousins. We were really talking about people who like. But I I ain't touching that Beyonce. Thing. Don't get stung. I'm not touching that. I'm don't get stung. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead and cut that out. Don't it was never said. It's never said. Back to you, Chris. 
Yeah, we're we're gonna gonna some more likes on our page. Don't no, we don't need to troll to get likes. Don't do that. We're not gonna. I don't want it from the beehive. I'm a troll. I'm a troll on that. Don't run it from me because I'm in the hive, honey. Okay. I'm in the hive. <laughs> I'm, not in, I'm the hive. not in the hive, but I, I don't want it from that. I will put bees all in y'all's comments. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> really? No, I'm not. <laughs> I am not in the hive. I'm not. not Since we start now controversial, we might as well continue on this point. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I thought we were going to ease into it, but we just jumped right in. So we might as well go ahead and get this debate started. So again, this week we're uh, debating whether modern day Republicans are anti-Black. We've got Tina here on the affirmative, and we've got Tiani saying, Mm-mm, check your facts. All right. So, Tina, you ready to get started? Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, ladies. We are mostly in the STEM fields. Even in education, we're in the STEM field, right? And this is the thing. I'm setting the tone. You get there. You see your one other Black teacher. You see your one other Black major, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out they're a Republican. Your first thought is going to be, mm, are they down? And the reason is going to be because you're going to have this fear in the back of your mind that they're really an anti-Black, Black person. And let's explore why. So historically, many Black people were actually Republicans in the early 1900s. And that is an old relic because of Abraham Lincoln, who quote unquote, freed the slaves <laughs> but we went to Howard and, and we know better we know better but we're not going to get into that but because Abraham Lincoln under the Republicans freed the slaves a lot of black people were Republicans and um by the 1960s about two-thirds of black people were actually already Democrat but by today, we've moved up to about 90%. So that's still a significant shift that's happened um, six to si 60s. So if we're just focusing on modern times, why did that shift happen? Um, so 1964, that's when the Civil Rights Act was passed. And that's what really caused the shift. So apparently, there was a New York um, governor, uh, Nelson Rockefeller, not apparently, we all know Rockefeller. He was a front runner to be the Republican uh, nominee for the next presidential debate. Um, but the conservative group within the Republicans kind of blindsided the Republicans and secretly organized a plan to nominate Arizona Senator Barry Goldwater, AKA Mr. Conservative. In his acceptance speech for the presidential nomination, he said that they were aiming for a small government a government that doesn't give handouts to black people, a government that doesn't have laws that interface with the state's rights, he's referring to the Civil Rights Act, and a government that is not conducting a war against poverty, AKA let poverty ride it out. And more specifically, he thought that the Civil Rights Act was a it was basically unconstitutional. So now you pass the Civil Rights Act and then the Republicans immediately go into hiring a nominee 
who's advocating that the Civil Rights Act is unconstitutional. And that's what really kind of made the last exodus to get that hurdle from two thirds democratic to 90% democratic. Now we are going to fast forward to Donald J. Trump, <laughs> make America great again. Mm -hmm. Why does that not sit right with us? You know, why does, as soon as we heard make America great again, we thought it was racist. It's because when a lot of conservative people say that, we know that they're referring to a time where Black people didn't have rights. So The Atlantic, which is a news reporting agency, cited that overall, when most Republicans reflect on the time that's best, it would be the 1950s or the 1980s. 1950s, again, was when segregation was legal, okay? The 1980s was cited as a economy is booming, no wars, life was simpler, stronger family values. I know y'all know when we think about Reagan, when I say we, I mean, black people think about Reagan, we think about drugs destroying the black family. And here we go again, a disconnect between a conservative view on the recollection of the past versus the black view of the recollection of the past. In 2020, during the election for the next Supreme Court Justice, Lindsey Graham asked the judge when referring to the 1954 Brown versus Board of Education decision, was she aware of any effort to go back to the good old days of segregation? Again, here's this rhetoric of conservatism in highlighting the 1950s as the ideal time for the conservatives and that we need to go back to those values. Then we have the presidential debate with Donald Trump in which he struggled to condemn white supremacists. And when he did, he said, at best, he said, to stand down and stand by. And I actually Googled those words because I'm like, am I misinterpreting this? But really stand on, stand by is exactly what it sounds like. It's like sit and wait. And then we have this capital event, okay? The most dangerous thing about those words that he said was, how did he say that to a white supremacist group? And that wasn't the main takeaway of the debate. How was there any other takeaway? Like for, for me, for the first time in history, you have a president saying to a white supremacist group to sit back and wait for me to call on you. And that wasn't even discussed. That wasn't even the primary topic of the debate. People are still talking about posturing. And that's how desensitized we are to these racist undertones that the Republicans are always offering us so that by the time we get that one, it wasn't that bad, big of a deal. This is the last thing I'm going to give you for the racist undertones of the Republicans. I have a coworker. He's a great friend of mine. He said that he thought that um, at this time, it was about 2018, race relations were the best th that this country had ever achieved. And I said, I feel like they're slipping on a slippery slope to be the worst that it's ever been. And I cited um, that protest, um, I believe in West Virginia where those guys were wearing the khakis and the white polos. And he says to me, yeah, but those guys were harmless. They, you know, they, it was more bark than bite. And I'm like, you do realize that a white lady was murdered during that protest. Like someone did actually get killed, right? But again, my coworker's perspective was from the Republican rhetoric of 
good people on both sides. Now, I tried to look up all the racist laws that the Republicans have enacted. We already know those things. We already know that Republicans usually support big businesses and higher earning uh, socioeconomic groups that Black people are not a part of. So I felt like I would just be wasting my time bringing those stats because we already know it. I want you to focus on the fact of why do you feel concerned when you hear that another Black person is a Republican? It's not that you want to control whether they're Republican or Democrat. It's just that you know that this party openly has, says and does racist things, As, aside from just the legislation that just passed in, in Georgia. You know that. And so it's like when someone can just support that rhetoric um, and support these ideals, it's so dangerous that it does make us feel unsafe. And so with that, I plead with you ladies, let's acknowledge that the Republican Party is in fact racist. That's why we all feel uncomfortable. And that's my piece. All right now. So as we know, we just had an election recently. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news with our previous president. Tennis brought our brought the facts on this, right? Um, talking about Republican Party. I don't know, Tiani, she brought it heavy. And I'm pretty sure normally we have facts one week, emotions with the other debater, but I'm pretty sure Tiani's about to come with the facts as well. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Tiani, what you got to say? All right. So um in order to understand the modern Republicans, I took a look back because there were some things that I didn't know about Republicans. So I'm gonna start with a short history lesson and then then it's gonna get real in your face. So uh, <clears throat> in 1985, right, uh, the Republican Party was formed as a coalition um, that opposed, they opposed the extension of slavery in the West. And when I say the West, I'm talking about Nebraska and Kansas. So it was the Nebraska-Kansas Act of 1850, right, boom. Why was this important? Because they were trying to keep a level playing field of power between the number of states or territories that were pro-slavery and against slavery, all right? So like, and I know on the surface, that sounds like, oh, the Republicans were pro-Black people because they were anti-slavery. Let me stop you right there. That's the lies they told you in school, okay? That's just, no, that's not how it happened. They opposed slavery for economic reasons. And I'm saying that because it was always about power and money. It was never about anything else, all right? The South was down there making way too much money and they was making so much profit because you didn't have to pay your workers. You didn't have to deal with unions, okay? They couldn't complain. They was just slaves. You whipped them, you went back to work. They, they lived, they died, you didn't give a shit, okay? But in the North where you couldn't really grow uh, crops because of the, um, the weather and the terrain, you had to make your area industrial. And with industrial places, you have to have workers and workers have laborers. So I'm working for my money and giving it away. You down there making money and you got your feet kicked up and being, nope, mm -mm, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. That's where the Republicans are coming from. And that's what they have. They have been the same people that they are today. When it behooved them, they said, don't hire Americans. We're going to go over there and get the Chinese to build the railroad. They said, why would you hire Americans when I can outsource these companies to India? And then we all call in T-Mobile and somebody who don't speak a lick of English answering the phone. 
when it behooved them, they took all of the jobs out of America and shipped it over to China. It wasn't about race, okay? You are not that important. It was about money, money, power, and respect. If I control the money, I don't care who makes the laws. The, the Republicans want to make the laws and control the money. That was a Rothschild quote that I just did, but it really messed them up when they let Donald Trump walk in because Donald Trump saw them for what they are, right? And you take this how you feel it, they was for sale, okay? Donald Trump saw a sucker and he licked it. He said, ooh wee, I can take, I can take advantage of these idiots, right? Because they all wanna be me because they think I got this, that, and the third, and I know that I can control them. So he got up there and you can go and look, and look into it. He studied Hitler. But he studied Hitler not because he was racist. He studied how he spoke to people and how his mannerisms was. It was the whole propaganda of Hitler, right? And he took that, applied it to himself, and he got him a whole presidency out of it. But it messed them up because they never thought he would win, and they never thought he would ruin the international relationship that they had established. So you chased money and power and ended up screwing yourself. Now they scatter and running around because their whole party is hijacked. Long story less long, this was never about race. It was about money and power. Even when you when Tenna said um, the economy was booming in 1950s and 1980s, yes, it was about money. The Republicans aligned themselves in those ages by looking like they were just the business people. And being the business people, they acquired all of the money. Now I have to keep that money to myself. I have to keep that money to myself. So I'm going to set up a capitalist class this place where I can give everybody a little bit, pin them against each other, and me sit back and take all of the money. That's my opening statement. Well, God day. All right. Um, Tina, Tina, the rumbles. The rumbles. It's the rumble in the jungle. Tiani is saying, saying, no, it's not about race. It's about power. All right. Dollar bill, y'all. Tina, what do you have to say to that? I have to say that Tiani is 100% right. She is 100% right. However, I. I would say that for both parties, for the Democrats and for the Republicans, that's both true. People in a capitalist society, people with more money depend on making more money on the backs of people who don't make money. So yes, that's true, but that is more of a power dynamics thing than than a Republican and Democrat thing. So if, if, if it's about money for the Democrats and the Republicans, what makes one racist and one not racist. It's the voting demographic, right? The voting demographic, most Americans do not benefit from the economic policies that the the Republicans put in place, okay? So tax breaks for big corporations is not why the average Republican is voting Republican. It's because they're appealing to them emotionally. And what Donald Trump did was he he got two pieces. Obviously people knew that if you are a big business, he was gonna put laws in place that helped your business done. 
But what happened was Obama was the perfect segue for Trump. He -hmm. sought an opportunity where people were racially frustrated to see this Black man in office. And he took that opportunity to fear monger racism up again with this whole Make America Great alluding to it was better when we had these basically white control again. Okay, so, and I wish I had looked this up. This is an actual political term. There was a guy in the early 1900s, and I'm going to look this up. I know I can't look up things during the debate, but I'm going to look it up and bring it back to you guys later during this podcast. He lost. He was a pro um, segregation, I mean, anti-segregation supporter. He worked with the NAACP and he lost an election that he was supposed to win. And in his concession speech, he literally said, I will never get out niggered again. Okay. This is key because they have, they have developed a whole political strategy around this, which is he was basically saying, I lost because I supported black people. It doesn't matter whether Trump himself is racist or not. He knew that the people voting for him would support him if he fear-mongered racial issues. That's the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Sure, both of them screw us economically. I'm not saying Democrats are the best, but what I am saying is that the Democrats do not um, solicit votes by fear-mongering racism, while Republicans do. Republicans, again, 90% of of Black people vote Democratic. So you have two options. You can try to appeal to Black people, or you can continue to support white people. And Republicans have made it very clear that they are not interested in gaining the Black vote, not in a serious way. You can't be serious when you're using Lil Wayne and Ice Cube as a way to entice me. You can't be serious, right? You are focused on ensuring that you keep the white vote by by reassuring these conservative people that we're not gonna let these brown people get too far. We're not gonna let these immigrants come in the country. We're not gonna let these Black Lives Matter terrorists ruin our country, right? But the Capitol was just kind of like, whoops, we should have put security there. That's the difference between the two, is how are you appealing to your constituents? Republicans are appealing through racism. Democrats are not appealing through racism, although arguably they end up doing the same thing. Sure. It's just a matter of like, how are you emotionally appealing? Tiani, what you got? <laughs> so um, again, we're talking about modern Republicans and I'm going to hit two points that you brought up, which is about voting and then Donald Trump himself. So with the voting Republicans, again, are want money and power. I'm in power and I need to stay in power, which is why I draw the lines the way they are, I district people the way they are, and I'm going to put policy, like, I don't want you dropping no stuff off. I want you to come stand in that line, be pissed off, hot, rained on like everybody else. I'm going to do everything I can to stop you from voting, not because of the color of your skin, because you don't agree with me. I have to keep power. You have to agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, leave, get away, go away. If you're not like me, go, you don't matter. They are tribal. It's us versus everybody. I do not care. Also, Donald Trump sold himself as an American dream, which is the craziest thing ever. Talking about, I got a little bitty loan from my daddy. Boy, that was a million dollars. Do you understand? You didn't get a, he put himself out there like, you too can be me. Look at me. I'm nice. I'm fancy. I have these things. You could too. And people were uneducated enough to believe it. Again, 
you can see the racial aspects in it, but I think poor people and uneducated people were manipulated to believe whatever that man wanted to believe. He learned propaganda more than he learned business. And that's what it was. It was propaganda from the stuff he wore to the little funny dances he did to the hand motions. He studied propaganda. He didn't even have to study racism. He knew if I can pull on your heartstrings and get you to believe in some fake American dream that doesn't exist anymore, then I got you. And if I don't got you, I never wanted you because you was never going to vote the way I wanted you to vote. I need you. I need your money. I need your vote. I need your emotions. That's, that's, that's my ending all of it. Well, all right then. Woo! This one is woo! <laughs> from the debaters, I really, really, really want to hear everybody's <laughs> Yo. So, mm. Let's see. We'll kick it off top. Alana, what you got to say? Let's go with both Tina and Tiana. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> Great, because all together separating all together. the two was gonna be a little <laughs> little hard. Was it gonna work? It First gonna of work. all, let me just touch on the fact that y'all did the damn thing. Oh, the damn thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I'm gonna say this because this was a touchy subject, and like you have to pull facts. We're not playing on emotion right now. You know what I mean? And like you said, Christy, like all the rest of them. You know, I could dibble and dabble, but. I had to, y'all had to come with the facts. I appreciate that. So, all right. Tenda, you're talking about George Wallace. And I only remember that man's name because that's my maiden name, Wallace. So yes, you were talking it up. about It is him. George Wallace, yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> with the out-niggered. Out yeah, I'll never be out-niggered again. I remember that. So, and and that came up. Like, I, I didn't know about that, but it came up when um, Trump was in office. That's how I learned that, but okay. Ooh, where do I start? Okay, I'm gonna jump to Tiani real quick because you got a point. I know this isn't part of the, the argument, but like Trump with that propaganda, like just looking at the hats, you know what I mean? Like people walking around with them damn red hats with the white, no, like if you look at anybody, I don't care what the hat says today, even 20 years from now, the first thing you're going to think about when you see a red hat with white words on it, regardless of what it says, that's the first thing you're going to think about is make America great again. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be triggering for everybody who was around in this time. You know what I mean? And I'd just be wanting to knock that shit off people's heads, but okay. So <laughs> I'm just being honest. This is so they tried to be, by the way. They tried to be cute and have pink ones. For the females well, we see still that. see what you do okay I see those um all right so what else was i gonna touch on <sighs> damn this was good y'all got me really out here thinking hard, like which side would i lean towards you know what i mean like damn we don't have to do that just yet you can just okay um <laughs> we can come back to the you. the money and power aspect of it i'm just gonna say like tiana you have a point because i feel like the black people that i know 
well, I don't know any black people who are Republican, but um, the the black people that I have like in the media or whomever that are Republican, I feel like they are citing Republican because of their money. You know what I mean? Like I'm protecting my assets and who is speaking to my assets? The Republican party. You know what I mean? Like that's why I am voting for this person in office. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he might say some crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Yes, I don't agree with everything you're saying. But at the end of the day, my pockets are still going to grow. So this is where I'm going. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's always how I felt whenever I saw a Black person who was Republican. Because it's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, Democrats appeal to Black people, low-income people. You know what I mean? Like, that's the demographic that they appeal to. And so... Yeah, that was another thing. But damn, beans, you came in with the fizzy facts. You took us back. You feel me? You let us know about the 50s and the 80s because crack, okay, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. And who were suffering during the crack era and who were profiting from the crack era? You know what I mean? Like even today, but mm, somebody else go. I just got a lot of process. Alex, you look like you're ready to chime in. <laughs> What's up? Um, so I'm gonna be honest. When it comes to politics and stuff, I don't know a lot. Um, so this is a good history lesson for me and a good um just fact lesson for me. One thing I will say from tennis perspective and just kind of hearing what you're saying, what I pulled from that was that the government as a whole is a is a system that was built against us as a race um and I think that when we think about where there's certain entities are racist we have to remember that this entire nation this country was built on the basis of racism like none of this was built for us you know the constitution the government none of this was built for us and it's interesting I just watched this small this short clip documentary on the KKK and the ideals they had was the fact that the government was was instituted and built for the white man. And so I feel like for the past years, we've been fighting to make that system that was never built for us work for us. And that's just not how it was built. On the other side of that, um, I do have to go with Alana. When I think of the Black Republicans, I don't know any Black Republicans, or at least I don't think I do. Um, but when I think of the Black Republicans that I've seen, it usually is an economic reason. You know, they're, they're black, they're black people who have a level of um, finance or a level of wealth that they're trying to protect because most of the time Republicans are, you know, money people and they're trying to protect, you know, their, their, their wealth through a tax system or whatever. And that's typically how black people get included in that. You know, they're trying to protect their wealth through this tax system or whatever. Um, laws Republicans are implementing. And that's typically how I see that. So it makes it difficult to distinguish whether Republicans are Black or what, I mean, Republicans are racism, racist, or whether the whole system is just set up against us. But what I will say is that both of you brought very interesting points um, and it makes it difficult. Um, Tina brought some significant facts that just kind of talks about how this entire system was set up and it was never built for us, like most of this country. 
But at the same time, Tiani's right. At the end of the day, for a portion of white people, it is the almighty dollar when they're looking at that specific thing. There is a level of racism in that, but for the most part, it's about the money. Um, and I think, especially with the Trump situation for him, it was a money thing because when you look at a lot of stuff that Trump did, Trump was screwing black folks and white folks, but he was trying to get towards that money, you know? So it, it, it's, an, it's a money thing. So it, yeah, I don't know. This, this, this was a... This is an interesting one. Yeah, I went a lot. I'm torn. I'm torn. Yeah. Think on that one. We'll come back for the the rulings. Yeah. Lindsay, what um, are your thoughts? So for me, I mean I get both sides. <coughs> but when it was when Trump was brought up, Trump used his dollars. No, Trump used race to win the election. He did not use dollars to win the election. So when people say Trump threw out, he would, Republicans are money, Republicans are, no. At the, they may want money, but to me at the base, Republican, black or white, and I don't ever see how anybody black can, I might not need to say that out loud, but I want to. Because it's just like Republicans to me, what he was spewing was hatred. Like it, it was race hatred. He was against race. We're going to make America great again. Making America great again was going back into the day. And most of the people that voted for Trump, let's be honest, they can't, they ain't getting no tax break. Okay. If you looked at the rallies, if you looked at what was in the news, and yes, y'all may say media, do this, media, do that. But if you really look at the people who support Trump, and let me just give you a little bit of background. I went to an all white high school. So, and that was in 2003, 2004, and I was still the only black girl in my class. I know why they want to vote Republican. It's not because they're making money, the people who vote in Republican. It's because they want to see black people in the place they're supposed to be in, whatever we have in these quotations. So when you say like stuff like, oh, it's because of the dollar, Trump is the dollar. He's making the money he's supposed to make. But the people who are voting for him, baby, they pushing pennies. They trying to rub them together, trying to do whatever else they need to do. And the Black people who be Republican on um, CNN, I forget the one guy's name because I started watching CNN when Obama, you know, um, I forget his name. You're not, you're not talking about, about Don, are you? No, not Don Lemon. Like Don came back to the black folks. Get the commentators on is Angela Rye. It's a, it's a, it's a black. I don't remember I, his I don't name. Know. I don't. Um, I forget his name. But even him, when as a black person, when you start trying to, um, prove that what these Republicans are doing are is right, especially when they're killing us in the street, when they don't care what we have, when. Like race is to me literally the forefront of this whole Republican Democratic thing. Like I don't like Democrats may be about the money, but they don't push race, even though we saw a little extra side of Joe Biden with this uh, last shooting. But because um, he wouldn't condemn the police officer who chose the taser over the gun. He talking about looting. But, you know, that's another conversation. I recently got into watching all of this Republican Democratic stuff and. Thank you. Thank you, Obama. Thank you, all Black people who 
are working the front lines because I don't know if I could like because it just it it the it boils up and you just want to say fuck everybody but <laughs> like it just becomes walk around the club and on that and I don't care what nobody say to me when I see Republican is racist Democrats may not stand up for all black issues and that's not their job as a political party but. If you black and Republican, why? I, it, unless you're making billions of trillions of dollars, I can see it. But even the black, some of the black people that are making that, they would never, ever <laughs> vote for a Donald Trump skunk skunk. And he done fucked up the Republican Party, okay? He but, did. Okay. Wait, well, I just want to say, though, with, with the comment about um, the it's not all rich people who were supporting Trump or what have you, but yes, but he was at the same time playing on their ignorance. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't about, it wasn't also about but the money. he was money. race to get them. I'm like, I don't care if they're not rich. He was using the race card to get them to vote. I don't know if y'all ever watched the people going to interview at them rallies. Like it yeah. was nothing but racial stuff. They still fly the Confederate flag. They still do their little Ku Klux Klan stuff. Like, and I, I grew up in a neighborhood where the Ku Klux Klan met at this gas station every day. Six o'clock in the morning, I'm dri- riding on the bus. They're in their meeting. All of them have white cars. Like it's certain signals. And how do I know that? Because a lot of the people I grew up with, family members were in that particular area and they supported that. So, I mean, I get it, but I just, mm mm Paige, you've been sitting quietly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so again, I would like to say great job, ladies, on your arguments. Um, You guys both spoke to certain things that I think get to the same answer in a way. Um, So from Tina's standpoint, I think that because like black people tend to be in a certain demographic. Let's just keep it real. Money is not necessarily handled the best or has not been one of our, uh, help me with the word. Mo- we don't money have the same earning opportunity. We don't have the same earning opportunity. We don't have the same earning opportunity. Thank you. So I think because of that, we, it would appear that the Republican party is against black people when really I think Republicans tend to just be for self. Um, And in being for self, it, whatever else happens, doesn't matter. And so we were on a break and I brought up Lovecraft Country. Tiana, can I talk about it? I don't know why you told me to stop. Go ahead. Okay, so um, I rewatched the entire show and I realized that magic, and the order was a metaphor for the white patriarchy and power. Um, and so you have the white men that are in the order. You have Christina Braithwaite, a white woman, trying to get into the order, even though it belongs to her. So she's switching in and out of a man to like, she has access to it, but they won't really let her in. Then you have a black man who is also his birthright but he doesn't have enough whiteness to claim it. Then you have the black woman under that, that they've been 
who is also related to them in a way who is equally as smart. You have this woman finding all these, She's basically an astronomer, the mom, I can't remember her name, but it's she's being held back even by black men so that they can work to get whatever level of power. Okay, so there is a scene in there where Christina explains that she's trying to get immortality and she says, this is not personal. Like this has nothing to do with you guys. This has nothing to do with race. This has to do with me gaining immortality you guys are literally just collateral damage. And I believe that is what black people are to the Republican party. We are collateral damage. And so, you know, there are plenty of successful black Republicans who are successful in the Republican party. And those, the party is willing to hold those people up and push them in politics as long as they stand for these specific ideals and specific things that is going to set that is going to help people maintain like this money is for me these ideals um i don't care if i can't get an abortion myself i don't think anybody should get an abortion so if you go if you support that great come on over let's do it you know and so um Yeah, both of you guys basically came, in my opinion, to the same like conclusion. And I also think that it relates, like this can be compared to uh, religion and Christianity and the church in the way that you have people who look down on Christians and Christianity because they say, look at the way these people in the church are acting. Look how they're hypocritical to, to you know, the Bible. They pick and choose what they want to honor in the Bible and what rules they want to follow. When it's really like your issue is not religion. Your issue is not Christianity. Your issue is people. And these people, people are going to be people and do whatever they want, right? And so it's just like, you need to look at the Republican party and I'm not the best person to talk about what the, the Republican party's platforms are overall, but I can probably say that it's not really anti-black. It just doesn't work for us as a people. So are you saying that you don't see color? That's what that sounds like. Is Well, so I have a comment. I'm self, I'm people, I don't see color. No, it's it's I'm I'm for me and whatever benefits me. And if it happens to not benefit you because you're black, Indian, Asian, whatever, that's your problem. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. So to me that's how back in the day, too. So to me, that kind of kind of blurs the line between the two arguments so I agree with what you're saying Paige is that more so it's it's a system where it's set up to what what um benefits me but I think that the racist component comes into that is where is that the majority of those people who set up this republican or why okay, not money but this republican party <laughs> It was set up in a system that is inherently racist. And so these systems that they're used to as far as benefiting them are inherently racist. And so when you look at the policies that they're implementing and the policies that they're pushing towards, 
whether they are pushing them because they believe it's coming from a racist mindset or they believe it's coming from a mindset that's benefiting me, it's still coming from a place of racism because the whole system is set up from a place of racism. The whole entire constitution is set up from a place of racism. And so I think there's a level of it underneath the entire system that makes the whole thing, you know, yes, it benefits you. And I get what you're saying as far as like the whole power structure, you know, um, she was chasing this, this ideal of power, but, and, you know, we're just collateral damage. But the, but the thing is that you also said that if it comes to a place where you start, you want something that goes against what I want, a lot of those things, especially right now and today, a lot of those things that they're, those initiatives they're pushing that go against what we may want are rooted in a racist nature. And I think that's the issue. There is a level of inherent racism that's rooted in so much of American policies, politics and everything that it's just kind of there. Whether, we, whether it's the forefront or not, it's just there. But does that... It might not be your pushing factor, but you can't get around the fact that it's there. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you still have to acknowledge that even though, even though money by- might be the reason you're telling yourself that's why you agree with this, mm-hmm. you still have to be aware of the inherent racism that's underlining in that policy mm-hmm. and knowing what that policy will do to everyone else. So, okay, so let's take the new Georgia bill. And I'm going to be honest, I only know a, a little I'll, bit of the Georgia so I don't know what the pushing factor is. I'm be honest. I don't know what the pushing factor is for this Georgia bill and why they're trying to push it through. So I'm a, I'm sure Race. there's a race. I'm <laughs> sure there's a pushing factor outside of race that they're in which and why they're trying to push this bill. I'm sure there is, and I'm sure Tiani's going to tell me. I don't know what it is. I'm be honest. But at the same time. There's, there is so much racism littered within that bill that you can't ignore that despite what you, why you say you're pushing towards that bill. Mm-hmm. There's so much littered within it that you can't ignore the inherent racism that is a part of that policy. Mm-hmm. That is a part of what you're pushing within your party. Mm-hmm. That might not be the big reason you're pushing it, but it's a part of it. And you no, can't ignore that. So to some degree, you have to be okay. That's with. not the political reason you're going to push it, right? You're not going <laughs> to yeah. say I'm pushing it because I don't want Black people to vote. And I'm going to say Georgia is pretty progressive, Black, white, in the middle, whatever grade you want to say you're on. But the, at the end of the day, Metro if, Atlanta if it is progressive. But if it didn't look, <laughs> oh, Atlanta, sorry. If it yeah, didn't not look racist, you would not have these big companies pulling out. They didn't even have the MLB All-Star game here um, because of that yeah. shit. It was something else that got pulled out because of, oh, Delta. Uh, now, Delta is a huge organization. They, They're based in Atlanta. They put out a response to the fucking bill. You would not have these big-ass corporations. As did Coca-Cola. Putting out these responses if it wasn't based on race and the and just whatever is going on right now. You and I have them doing that. Like, and so, yes, like Alex said, you could be pushing it for some other reason. We're gonna use these quotation marks all podcasts. But at the end of the day, the bottom line, this 
country was built on race. And until we address the issue and everybody gets a little uh, not comfortable, everybody get a little shaky talking about it, shit ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Right, I think that's the perfect, perfect segue. So, okay, so I really want to hear Tiana, Tiani and Tina's voices. We gotta vote first. We gotta vote first. So much. So let's get to voting and then we'll get them back in. All right. So I'm gonna go in reverse page based off topic and debate alone. Who do you think won this one? Okay. Um, Like I said, I. agree with both of the arguments because to me they get to the same point but it was the quotables it was the quotables so i'm gonna go with tina because the quotes literally showed like word for word us being called niggers by politicians. <laughs> that's not funny but it is oh <laughs> Lindsay. so one for tina Lindsay. <laughs> I know. I don't even know because I was literally over here boiling up like a <laughs> stove. So who made you boil? Huh? No. Oh. Oh. Um. So yeah, I was literally over here boiling up because I feel like they want us to believe that it's about the money. But at the end of the day, this country was built on racism. Um, but both of the arguments were definitely good. Both of them provided evidence. It is a tough one. Can I flip a coin? I'm just kidding. Can I do, can I do pepper, scissors, rock real quick? No. Um, you country, because you ended with rock versus starting with rock, but okay. Not rock, you The audience is I'm waiting. Go with Tiani, because just like the Republicans, she tried to trick me with the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got one and one. Alex. Now she tried to trick me with the money. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know who said it, but you you both definitely came with the facts. I learned a lot um, that I didn't know. Um, I'll just keep it sweet. My vote goes to Tiani. Um, I feel like you gave me the facts, but also you made me, made me think about a side I wasn't really thinking about. Cause I mean, to me, racism, duh. Um, but you brought some true facts about kind of the history of where all of this started and why we're here. So, yes. All right. To Tiani, Wantana, Alana. Alana I'm just here to say yet again that this thing y'all did the damn thing on this it was banging okay it was banging that thing was banging that thing was banging so i as i was giving my response to the arguments i knew who i was voting for but then i reflected on the commercial break and honestly my vote now goes to Tenna after I've reflected on the argument. And I say that because 
although she gave us the history, y'all know we like to dip in the archives for the history, mm-hmm. okay? If you've listened to all of our episodes, you know we dig back, okay? Mm-hmm. But although she went back in history and gave us the facts, she reeled it back to, what was the topic? Modern day, okay? As of mm-hmm. today, the, yes, y'all, y'all anti-Black. At the end of the day, y'all anti-Black. I was about to say something else, but that's a period, Pooh. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, see how y'all do me. I see how y'all do me. Oh, it's another time. <laughs> it's another time. <laughs> Stay with the tie. Yes. <sighs> tie, tie, tie. <laughs> All right, Christy. It's on you, boo. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> So we're going to do two things. One, if he had to go, if I had to go on who made me, who's got me in my thoughts right now, I would say it has to be Tiani. Mm -hmm. But I know this is not right for a debate. We have to have a winner, but I really want to keep this as a tie. As a draw. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) because it was both to me. And I know I didn't chime in as much, but to me, I believe a couple people said this, each point, each um, point of view kind of circle back on each other. So like, Tiani's got me thinking about all the power moves. And even though Republicans support, like, or how people of color supported each party, even though it's flipped now, you got me thinking about even the motivations of the Republican party, like back before the switch. Um, And then Tina, uh, like Alana says, since we're talking about current day, modern day, this whole last four years that we had was all extremely racially motivated. And that's really what got the Democrats even, winning in this section so i really want to keep it level because both of y'all did y'all thing and both of y'all have me thinking so i know i'm supposed to pick one support <laughs> i support so, the it's a draw yeah this one oh, deserves draw. very good this one Tim. deserves mm-hmm. this good job Tim. i support y'all did the damn so thing. now hug it out man. No, now I'm being very tight lipped, raising fingers, trying I to wanna know how you feel. Right. You really need to know. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Somebody, did you vote for Donald Donald Trump? <laughs> I don't have enough money. But 50 Cent said it best. I'm voting for him because of the money. Um, <laughs> I I genuinely believe. That and I, I'm in the past year and a half, I've gotten an opportunity to listen to and conversate with people who make a lot of money and are in the know. And that's what made me believe what I believe. I do believe it is all about money, and I do believe that the races are tools. Um, it's not that they're not being used, and it's not that they don't exist, but people who want to make money will make money with anyone. They do not care. They will step over anyone. And if you need any proof of that, just look at 
and I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but poor white people. Poor white people are where they are despite that. Everything was set up for them. You had every opportunity. You wanna know why you didn't get there? Because you had no money. You had no money. Racist and the racism were tools. I used my propaganda to hook you. And once I had you hooked, I did what I wanted to. You know, I put you on the wall, pressed the button, and you sang whenever I wanted you to sing. That's all it was. Because the people that were making money before are still making money now. That's so, again, I think it's about money and power. Because even if you go back to what Lindsay was saying, uh, that new bill that Georgia just pushed through was about racism. Was it though? Because you didn't try to change the rules until Georgia was blue. It was at that point that you said, oh no, Georgia's been red for the past 20, 50 years. What, how, no, y'all can't do this. Hold up, let me change the rules of the game. And that's what they do. When I don't get my way, I, I'm changing the rules of the game. I'm going to redraw the map so that I can spread those votes out in Atlanta and I can get more Republican votes because I need but more Congress. But, but isn't that a, a vote towards why it is a system of racism because they didn't do that until- I will do anything to keep power. And I didn't have to do it no other year. It was when I lost power that but I- when Black people rules. started showing up though. When that's black people when, started showing up, ACAs started causing noise. Yes. Again, that's you falling into a demographic. Yes. Like I fucked Stacey Abrams, so Stacey Abrams turned around and fucked the whole goddamn state. She fucked every Republican out there. And shout out to her because she is the MVP. So y'all not gonna go ahead. But what you're saying, everything you're saying is not about money. Everything you're saying right now is about race. No, you're fucking with my money because I lost. She's saying that you you're fucking with my money because you took those votes from me. Right. You took those red votes from me because you went out there and got people who did not agree with me. It wasn't she just happens to be a black woman who did it. Yes, it was. I'm appreciative that it was Stacey April. They messed with the wrong girl that day. It really did. Because uh, even no. when even when he did, even when the guy who's governor, what's his name? The governor of Georgia. Kemp. 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 Even when Kemp did it, Kemp was over elections when he was running. You think he wasn't doing shady shit? It had nothing to do about what color the skin was. Is Are you for me or are you against me? You can't tell me that, Tiani. I'm sorry. Anything <laughs> these people do, money may play a part, but race is definitely a play as well. I think, I think you also see it as a race. The way Tiani explained it, I think you also see it as race because the majority of Black people are Democratic. Mm -hmm. I think if it was flipped the other way around, it'd still be the same thing. Mm -hmm. I disagree. I disagree. Uh, Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. So before, before I get into my piece, I just want to respond to what Alana said. And the reason why I disagree with this whole idea that uh, it, it, it's just Democratic versus Republican thing is that in my opinion, and I convinced myself, I honestly didn't think Republicans were really racist, but the more I'm thinking about my argument, the more I believe it, it's that I don't think if it was a matter of more white people swaying their votes to Democratic, I think that the response is different. I think that brown people get a more ruthless a more drastic response 
than when white people do something. So yes, it is just about the Republican vote, but white people and black people are not treated the same. The responses are not the same. We just saw this with the Capitol event. The responses are not the same. Is the angle the same? Sure, but the responses are not the same. So no, I don't think that a, a Republican politician would be as adamant about legally restricting white people from voting. And a lot of the tactics were to prevent the incremental black voter from voting. Okay, that, that's just how I feel. Now, as far as this argument, I 100% agree with what I said. Tiani brought up a phenomenal point. Again, you guys have already said Tiani did a phenomenal job. And I do think it's about the money, but I don't think that that's necessarily different than the Democrats. What I think is racist about modern Republicans is the recruiting tactics. And that's what I tried to bring up with Trump. Trump's voters, like think about how many millions of people who voted for him, whether he won that election legitimately or not. And I just told y'all how many people do not make above six figures, okay? So they, it cannot be a money motivation. We have, to we have to separate the Republican politicians and we have to separate the people who vote for Republicans. The people who vote for Republicans are not the people who fund their campaign. The people who vote for Republicans are not the people writing policies. The people who vote for Republicans do, most of them cannot say, I vote Republican because it's economically advantageous for me because they do not qualify. So then how is it that they're being recruited? They are being recruited via race baiting in modern day. So I'm not here to argue whether the policies are racist because arguably it's all racist. Like Alex said, it's all racist. But the recruiting tactics are specifically via race baiting. And so it's just like, again, hundreds of millions of people, right? There's 328, 325 million people, about half of that vote. 150 million people, 180 million people vote, okay? Like 10, 90% of those people don't make over six figures. So the whole economic power, blah, 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 doesn't apply to the voters. It applies to the politicians. So yes, I stand by the fact that Republicans are inherently racist because they recruit via race baiting. And if I'm agreeing to, to support a policy because they support, support the ideas of white supremacy, then yes, that's racist. And that's Can I racist. say something real quick though? Mm -hmm. You are talking about power in numbers. And when you talk about people going to vote either A or B, red or blue, they don't care what people's motivation are, is. So me using a bunch of people as pawns, no matter how I get them, has nothing to do with the party itself being racist. I, I just literally think they use these people that they knew were vulnerable and they knew they could get like, oh, there's going to be cake at this uh this meeting, I know a bunch party, of people are going to show so, up at the meeting. So I think this is also a difference in semantics 
right? In the sense that it sounds like, and correct me, Paige, when you think Republican Party, you're thinking Republican politician. When I'm thinking party, I am part of the Democratic Party because I am a registered Democrat. So I'm thinking that if you are a registered Republican, then you have registered yourself to be a part of that party. So that could be a difference because it's like, because then if you if you stop the envelope at the party, at the politician, I agree with what you're saying. But if you extend the, ele- the envelope to the people who are registered Republican, then you have to consider the motivation of the people who are voting Republican, who are keeping the politicians in power. So that, like, so what, when you think party, are you just thinking the actual government officials or are you thinking the whole general body? Because that could I'm be where we're of, different. I'm about the party as a whole, but I'm thinking about them being supported by a bunch of people that are being sold dreams that nobody cares about. So it's like, yes, we're going to... Selling those people is race. because Racism. They're not selling, but that's not what they actually... I don't think that that's what they're actually trying to get done. I think that they're just using that as a tactic to get these people to vote for what ultimately is going to matter, which is these people keeping their power and their money. Yeah, but I see what Tenna is saying. Like, yes. I 100% agree with what you're saying, Tenna. I mean, Paige, where the Republicans in office are selling these pipe dreams to the people who are voting for them to keep them in office, right? That's that's mainly what Tiani was telling us in her argument, right? At the same time, these pipe dreams are racist. You know what I mean? Like, so you're only supporting me. I'm not disagreeing with that. Right, right. But you're only supporting me because I'm fueling that racist fire that you have. So I see both sides of what y'all, because nobody's wrong. You know what I mean? But it's your perspective on this conversation. It's a different, okay, so I get what you're saying, Paige. and, And let me reiterate and just make sure I'm understanding you. You're saying that the objective of the Republican Party is not to enact racism. The objective is to maintain power and to maintain money, right? It's, it ultimately boils down to capitalism, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. The objective is capitalism, right? Yes. And I don't think that that's different than the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party will yeah. put a different bow on it, right? But they're ulti- like they're not that different. Like they no, may they're be not. Some but, different- Sorry, but we're not talking about the Democrats. We're talking about the Republicans. But but the the point of me bringing up the Democrats is that to me, in my mind, the policies are almost irrelevant because if I am getting you on my boat because I'm selling you a ticket that says we're racist, come aboard but I don't deliver you to racism. You got on my boat because my ticket said racism. And that's what the Republicans are doing. They're saying, take the racist ticket. And people are saying, okay, that's cool. Your destination might not be racism. Your destination is capitalism, sure. But that's not why you got on the boat. And that's why I'm just like that piece of the selling and the recruiting based on racist 
race baiting. It might not be like F these Negroes, but it is a lot of, you know, a lot of racist undertones. And this is this was the other thing. Why make America great again? That sounds positive. But when we're why does great. it but why does it feel uncomfortable? Why, why do we all great. Yes, why do we all feel uncomfortable by that? Because we knew it had on racist undertones. I live in Texas. Why would I not, why would I feel uncomfortable going to a Republican rally? If it's just about the money, hell, I make money, you make money. Why would I feel uncomfortable there if it's just about money and power? I would feel uncomfortable there because I know that the people that are gonna be there aren't going to welcome, welcome with open me. arms. <laughs> so I need to ask a follow-up question. If you, would you say the same thing if you had gone to a rally for George W. or his dad? Because the violence only came recently. Can you explain? You can't ask that because- No, so so what I'm saying is Tina's saying she knows that if she goes to a Republican um, rally, today she knows she would be uncomfortable because people would be looking at her and saying okay there's this black person here she's not on the same agenda as us we're not really welcoming her but eight years ago 16 years ago would you feel just as uncomfortable in a 20 year did time parents, frame did your parents yes because page <laughs> page you bring up a good you bring up an excellent point and to answer quickly because i want to let other people chime in the answer is no, I understand what you're getting at, that this is a more recent phenomenon. And the truth is I wouldn't have felt as uncomfortable, but that was also proving my point of, in my debate, I said that Trump knew that they were, you know, dormant racists yeah. mm -hmm. and he brought them out. So no, you're, Short answer is no, I wouldn't have been uncomfortable, but that's because the racism was lying underneath, but Trump knew that and he brought it to the surface. But yeah, I get what you're saying. saying. There wouldn't have been as much of a, even fear for life, if you will. Like people would mm -hmm. have said things, you know, maybe yelled in your face, but nobody would have done the acts of violence, I don't think then that they, would do now because they've been given an excuse to the person in power is doing it so you know but trump even said if i ever ran for presidency why though what finish the quote finish the quote if i ever ran for presidency <laughs> i'd be a republican because they're republican. fucking stupid Okay, Deep that's not the quote. He said that on late that's night cool. television and then turned around and did that shit. He saw Alana with the quote. Was <laughs> that the right quote? He, he did not drop the F bomb, and I can pull up the direct quote. <laughs> I know he didn't drop the F bomb. What was the quote? Go ahead, Alana. I don't know. You're saying that only racist people use racist tools. Yes, I agree with you. But I think that just because they use the racist tool doesn't make them racist. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's where think we're differing. I think here because I can't. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I, say it again, Lizzie. You said just because they use the racist tools doesn't mean they're racist. 
I can't. I, like, I can't. I don't even know where to go with that because I, if you use racist tools, you're racist. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's like a power move. You know that's no, going to hurt somebody. You know that's going to trigger you. So I'm just going to push that button. For being racist. So if you say that, you I need you to be emotional enough to agree with me. I need you to be emotionally enough to be blind that I'm using you. I need to use you. I don't care. But I don't Tiana, care about this, nothing. But in this example, are the people that are being used, are they then racist? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. That's what I'm but, saying. No, but no, but this is why I'm blowing up. Okay. But the, so the Republicans but like are not. Like you said before, I'm thinking Republican politicians. You're thinking of the whole party. The whole party is not even like important to me. Because yes, the whole but, party. But, that, but, but if I'm a Republican, <laughs> then I don't count as a Republican party. No. I, no. Because you have no power. You because, have no because power. You do what I say do. You go to the ball, you press red or you press blue. You didn't even ask what was on red. You was going to do what I was going to do regardless. You are a pawn. I'm the general. You're the soldier. Go die yes. for me. Okay, boss. Yeah. Cool. We care about the party itself, too, because they're the ones acting out on it. Acting out on what you tell You don't think Donald Trump is a racist? Oh, I'm for no, sure. I don't. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I but just, what Tiani just said, she said he's not a racist, bro. What she said. I don't, I don't think, think he's a racist. racist. I, I think with that housing crisis where he was like really, it wasn't even like a money thing. It was like a black thing that, that he did in California. I do believe that he, he had to settle. In New, York, in New York. I think he got caught in California though. I might be wrong. He did it in I New might York. be wrong. I cannot believe that you as a black woman are saying he is not a racist. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I think I'm, that I'm asking explain. you as friends. I'm asking you as friends, not as debaters. Do you think Donald Trump is racist? Or do you Should I change my answer because of the way you're asking me? <laughs> think that he's just in it for the money. That's what you see. He's acting racist for money. I think that he is racist, but I think he cares more about other things than he is racist. Oh, okay. Which is why he's still playing president, even though he's not president. Like he still has like bodyguards. He has his desk set up just like it does. Like this man is really crazy. I he's feel crazy. like I think Donald Trump is a narcissist. Yes, anything. Racist. All of that. The power. He's a narcissist, and an inheritance of narcissists. Donald Trump is is catering to the nature of the people that he wants support and business from. Ring -a -ling -a -ling. The nature of this country that those people- no, it's okay, do what he does. Let me finish. No the one nature of this saying. country of racism. The majority, a lot, a good portion of this country is racist. That's the people he's, he's, he's catering to. But Donald Trump just wants people to support him and like him. That's why he's still, as Tiani said, playing president, even though he's not president. Donald Trump has a following. He's narcissistic. You know, he's still got people supporting him. And honestly, I think he don't believe in nobody or any policy outside of himself being Donald Trump. Can I ask that's, a question? That's how I truly feel. I think he just believes in Donald Trump as Donald Trump. He, he made his way to the presidency and he made a lot of, you know, quote unquote, stupid people do what he wanted them to do. I, I still 
still believe in the fact that the entire structure of this nation was built on the inherency of racism. And so that if you dig deep into anything within this country, there is a root of racism. I also believe that when you look at like this argument is as far as whether Republic Black as Republicans are anti-Black, Republicans are the Republican Party, not just the politician. It's the people who are supporting the Republicans, the people who are voting this Republican person in. And whether the Republican constituent who is at the forefront of this is inherently quote unquote racist, it doesn't matter. They are fear-basing and baiting racist people because they're okay with that. And to me, that makes you a level of okay with the racist nature because those are the people that you are baiting to support your policy. The people who support the Republican Party are majority inherently racist. Question, um, can I do the quote that I look Go ahead. Okay, because I also am fact-checking myself because I saw this all over the place and I'm eating crow. So here's, here's the quote first, okay? If I were to run, I'd run as a Republican. They're the dumbest group of voters in the country. They believe anything on Fox News. I could lie and they'd still eat it Come up. the fuck on. Preach okay. it, girl. Okay. Now, when I tried to look up this quote, there were a bunch of articles that popped up saying that this wasn't a real quote. Okay. It's on video. Yeah. It's on video. So definitely said it. I'm like, mm. Guys, I'm pretty sure I saw the video, <laughs> but um, as I was trying to look it up, they would only show the newspaper clipping and not the Bet. video. So yeah, but I originally saw the video of it. Question, and this is not necessarily, it's not, it's relevant, but it has nothing to do with nothing. Who do you think has a bigger following, Donald Trump or the Republican party? What do you think people really give a shit more about, the Republican party or Donald Trump? Like right I think I think the Republican Party has a bigger following, but I think if you if Donald Trump were to break off and make his own party, you would have a whole bunch of people follow him. And those are the people that you could count on to be racist. And Republicans would move on as business as usual, like it was 2008. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. Away from racism, right. Okay. I hear that page. Mm. That's all I asked. <laughs> I also right. think with the whole race baiting thing, I think that other Republican politicians fell into race baiting because it worked. Mm -hmm. So I think that we, to Paige's point about the last 20 years, I do think that as we get forward, the I'm going to call it the new Republican Party, the post-Trump era, would be less race-baiting because I don't think that that was their recruiting tactic before. So I do think it is kind of like a little bit pre-Trump. I think it all has more to do with Obama than anybody else, which I guess is inherently racist because I feel like a lot of the protect white people rhetoric was when Obama became president. Right. And, and that in itself, I guess, is also racist. So maybe I'm just convincing myself again that it is actually all racist. <laughs> Which is also another reason why the I vice president. Here I am. 
There's a reason the vice president has already had an attempt on her life and Biden has not. There is a reason. There are, but I think those people fall under Trump people and not Republicans. Oh, but I, people are raped. It's not just Trump. So when I interviewed my grandmother and she lived in New York, I think somebody brought this up in their argument how the South and the North, people, it might not have been, oh, there's a racist person, but they were racist. It's mm-hmm. undercover racism. Well, it is the same thing. And it could be Republican and Democrat. People are underlying racist. So when somebody gives you the bait to go and, and show who you truly are, it happens. I don't care if it was 2008, 2021, whatever the case may be, it sh- it showed itself, literally. And it could be when Obama, people were calling George W. Bush racist, just like his father. So, I mean... So, so I think, um, was it Tina that just said Obama coming in kind of set up like this perfect mm-hmm. way for Trump mm-hmm. to take over? I honestly think that it would be the exact same thing if Hillary Clinton had won. Like the next year, they would have been preying on women. Like I just, I find it really hard to to say that it's, they're coming for black people. (laughs) But I think black people are easier. Way easier. Because it's ingrained in the nature of this country. Mm -hmm. Than it's, it is. I do agree they would come for women, but I think black people they is come for black women. Like it's not they're not coming for all women. They, they talk about the feminist movement all the time. White black people have been fighting it, but when the white women got involved, oh, now the black women have the white women's back, and now like no, it's right. All of it is racist. It's racist. But even the feminist movement was really the movement of the white women. Exactly, women. It was a movement of white women. Christina so. Brace White. Yeah. I was like, who? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Paige, that ladder of of you know that you set up earlier where it was like white men, then white women, then oh, that ladder is real. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very real. Because just like you said, you know, they would have definitely come for women. And that's just because of the way they feel about women. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that just is, is what it is. And that could be a whole other topic for a whole other day. But it would have been a problem. Like, don't get it twisted. They didn't like Hillary because of Hillary, but they don't like women either. Point Not blank game, period. They said right. Hillary aside, they weren't going to put a woman in office. It was a woman. That and was that the was the thing. Like, it comes down to white men and then just being a man. Oh, and then you're a woman, so you're a white woman, and then you're, oh, you a black woman, you know? Mm -hmm. So they put a black man in office ever before they put a white woman in office, because I'd be damned if they put a woman in office, you know? Mm -hmm. Y'all don't give me a headache. Me too, that's why I have to stop talking, because my eyeballs hurt, it's too much tension. That means I it's think time. Did good. I think we did America. Good. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has okay. been a good one. This it has been a good been. one for this week. Um, I believe this conversation could go on for hours more, <laughs> but we're just gonna wrap it up here. So I want to thank uh, Tiani and Tina for bringing in the heat today, getting us on this a uh, very juicy topic and juicy discussion, and all our commentators for bringing the heat as well after. Yes. All right.
So we're just gonna wrap it up. That's been it for It's a Debate. It's a debate. Talking about Republican Party. Ooh, let's just check this out. Week.